Hi, welcome to This Is Your Book Club podcast. I'm Sarah. And I'm Jamie. Welcome back. Yay! I just have to say, I just noticed Jamie's cute nail polish on her toes. It is so fun and summery. She has five different colors, pink, orange, yellow, blue, purple. These are my pride nails. They are so cute. Thank you. I did them myself. I just saw them. And I was like, whoa. They make me happy to look at all the different colors. It is super cute. Well done. Thanks. Anyway, that Um, was a side note. I wanted to tell you my side note because I was out of town over the weekend. We were um, camping. Uh, It was so beautiful. Yes. It wasn't hot. It was nice and cool. So no bugs. Even better. And I had a paper book. And we were with friends. So there wasn't a lot of because I of course I want to chat with my friends. I love them. We do this camping trip every year. And so I wasn't really getting an opportunity to read. Like, I wanted to just enjoy the scenery and read sometimes. But, of course, if they're up, I want to be talking to them. So, my husband got up, um, well, every morning he does. But one morning he got up early, as he does, and he goes running. And I got up and just went and sat on the front porch of the little cabin we were staying in and just read and watched, just took in the scenery and read my paper book. And there's oh a lake goodness. and it's just lush and green right now and... Little chipmunks running. Stop it. It was so dreamy. I am jealous. That sounds awesome. It was, I mean, it was maybe an hour, but that hour felt like, and it was early in the morning, so it just kind of set my day. Yeah. In the mountains, reading. I feel like that is so, like just hearing you talk about it feels so peaceful. It was extremely extremely peaceful. Wow. I want to go more. I just want to sit in nature and read. That's it's my so favorite cool. thing. And then sit and visit with everyone after when everyone wakes Even up and better. eat all the crap and all the <laughs> junk and s'mores. Yeah. And <laughs> camping food is just always better than other food and friends. And it was a great weekend. That so. is so fun. I yeah. read a meme that said, um, I don't care how old you are. If you go to the gas station at the beginning of a road trip, you should look like a nine-year-old that was given a $100 bill. Oh, my gosh. Everything. <laughs> and that like, was me oh on God. the camping trip. Like, I go to the grocery yeah. store and I'm like, this, smart this, pop, this. licorice. There's no way. There were things I didn't even open. Cinnamon bears. What the <laughs> heck? I haven't had cinnamon bears in years. Oh, that's a staple at my house. Oh, I love cinnamon bears. But I bought everything. That because is so Because we're camping. I know. All the things I say no to. It's a vacation. And you get all the things. And you never know what option you're going to want when you're up there and there's no stores. So that's right. You grab it all. You don't want to be caught. I love that meme. Exactly. Without Without. something to eat. Exactly. (laughs) And the right something. I'll bring home buckets of food, but I will have everything I want while I'm there. Right now we have a lot of junk food in my house, but actually nothing legitimate to eat. Yeah, that's the downside. A lot of junk. It's totally worth it. Oh, it was dreamy. I love summer. Me I love too. summer for these types of things. Oh, it has been. We are soaking it up. I am enjoying yeah. each day. It's been so good. Yeah. Me too. I'm loving it. I know. I All it right. It last longer. But. Jamie. Now. Do you have a fun fact for us today? I do. Um, Erica Bauermeister. No, Two Persons is the book we're reading this month. Shout out to her. Uh, yeah, she gave a shout out to us to on Instagram. That's always so fun. So happy to see her comment. When an author will, you know, and Inter- we tag interact, them, but yeah. when they'll interact with mm-hmm. us, that it just feels so awesome. legit, like That's, special. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. 
<laughs> she's awesome. She's my new yeah. favorite. Mine too. New favorite author. Um, so this is 26.org.uk, an interview with her. And it was actually um, an interview done after her last book that was released, not this most current one. Um, but the one question I really loved and had me reminiscing, because I we're really only a few years out of COVID, really a year after the major stuff, but it's still... We're just coming out of it. Yeah. So put, putting me back in the mindset of that time, because it, although it's just barely, it seems like a different life. It's yeah. hard to believe we really lived in lockdown and pandemic mode. Yeah. And so I liked this question. The question was, in your YouTube video that they're referencing, you touch on a few positive things coming out of COVID, the sense of community and people helping one another. Can you expand on that? And she says, I hope we've learned many lessons during this time, and I hope we remember them later. Perhaps more than anything, I hope we remember how much we need each other and how creative we can be in our efforts to keep in touch and keep our communities going. Booksellers have been amazing during this time, light on their feet and a light for the rest of us. And I have had the opportunity to be a part of so many book club meetings. Thank you, Zoom. Cool. Interestingly, a good number of the clubs were formed as a way for people to stay in touch after the pandemic hit. I've talked with clubs where all the members are from the same family or live on the same street or in the same small town. The joy they have in being together talking about a book is infectious in the best of all possible ways. And I just, I love that because I think right now with the fire, the dumpster fire of book bands has me in a different, like really thinking about the power of a book and information and, and then to think back to just a couple of years ago when we're in pandemic mode things like this, like the sense of community and that books can bring together and those Zoom book clubs and the the things we did and the creativity we had for to have connection. Yeah, yeah. And the importance of books for that connection. And we are in a very, very different um, mindset right now, I feel like, as a country. And so just kind of remembering back how important that was to connect with people and be on the same page and be able to have a respectable conversation about a book that you might have liked and I might have hated and that's okay and we can talk about it. Yeah. I think the power of a book club is awesome. Yeah. Amazing. Oh, yeah. I agree. One that I very much value having different opinions on books because that's where we can learn the most. Yes. Things I didn't catch in a book that maybe you did and being able to discuss those thoughts and beliefs from our different backgrounds, I think is very powerful. I agree. Anyway, so I really liked that. That's awesome. I love that. I did want to share just for those who are reading along with us. Mm-hmm. Um, we mentioned that Erica Bauermeister commented on our Instagram and she gave a hint, a little clue Mm -hmm. that I'll share with everyone in case they didn't see it. She said, um, pay attention to the graphics that start each chapter in the print version. If you, if you're into finding the connections between each character. Oh, I'm so excited. Now I'm like, give me the print book now now so that I can just look at them. I don't know what they'll mean later, but I want to look at them. But I want to look at them. Yeah. I want to like page through. I maybe want to go read this with a 
A print. Print. I know. That's super fun. Yeah. Anyway, so if you are Look. reading along in a book, like, and you're starting to see connections, yeah. let us know. Let like, us know. we'd love we, to hear from let's you. Let's chat about those connections. Yeah. Absolutely. That was fun. Yeah. Awesome. Very cool. Next week is book club, correct? Yes. Are you so, ready? I haven't started reading yet, but... I haven't yet either. I will be ready. I will too. Can't wait to talk about it and to... It's going to be awesome. Chit-chat, but today... Here we are. We are. But first, let's take a break. And then let's come back and talk books. Yes. Awesome. Okay, Sarah, what's on your shelf this week? Oh, I got some good ones. Do you have some good ones? I really do. The first one... I know you've read too, and so we can kind of both talk about it. It's okay. Homegoing Ooh, yes. by Yah Gyasi. I don't know. I say it Yah Gyasi. Yah Gyasi. Um, hmm. It, yeah, could be I'm either. I'm unsure. Me neither. Um, this was, I'm reading this. Not. I mean, I've seen it all over the place. I don't know that I thought to read it, though. Until it was a book club pick in the Sharon Says So book club that I'm a part yep, of. I'm a part of as well. So that is why I read it. Yeah. And I will say, like, this is a story. It's generational. It starts, you know, hundreds of years ago, oh would you say? Yeah. Um, in Africa, we're following some a family, one mother, and then her posterity mm -hmm. um, and she is in a tribe and her experience having two children with different fathers yes and then you follow those two lines two sisters yes to present time yeah so it's generations yes and okay sorry no Keep no going. i i mean it was interesting you just got involved in the like what they're experiencing and then we get moved to ahead. the next generation. So yes. it's constantly, constantly. I think once I understood yeah. that movement, mm -hmm. it was easier for me. I would say the yeah. first little bit, it was hard. Like the the way that everyone treated each other, the social um and emotional expectations, like the way the just society worked. It was mm -hmm. super hard to read and to realize like, yep, that was real life. That was, then. this is real. And this is, uh, learning about it like, hard, you know, the way that black people survived in Africa, they had tribes, they were prosperous, you mm -hmm. know, and they were great, but then they also like, didn't treat themselves even like their, their own, own people. people very well. They sold them into slavery for or money. they kidnapped them. Or for the prosperity of their island they yeah. were trading yeah people people their goods. people for yeah. goods right and to the slavery like the black into, market slavery yeah into slavery their own people like like i, I don't know that i realized that yeah, i i have to say i admit there was some ignorance i definitely had on some how it really started yeah and it's and it's heartbreaking it was uh, yes. hard for me to read, um, uh, to be honest. And then once I under, I will say once I understood like, okay, we're going to be, we're going to learn a, about this person and then we're going to learn about the next person. And I, I started to feel the flow of the book mm -hmm. and I 
I had a better experience after that. I really liked the book. I think it's an important book. I agree. I think it's definitely something everyone should read. And you will enjoy it. It's, I mean, yeah. it is hard to read those first stories. And it's hard to read. But it's more relatable the closer to our generation that we right. get. Um, and I think a really good snapshot at what we, what the term generational trauma yes. really that hit means, home what for that me. really is yes i agree how ingrained like even though something didn't happen to you and maybe you didn't even know about it or hear right. about it it is in your dna right it was interesting it was very very interesting um i want to say a note in the paper copy at the beginning of the book there's like a um genealogy tree okay and i found that online because I was having a hard time keeping track of yes. who was who. And so I kept, I referenced back to that with You sent that to me, character. and I agree. Yeah, very so helpful. that was very helpful. So if, if you're, you're listening, listening, yes, find that tree. Yeah. I didn't know it was even available, so yeah. I, I appreciated that. Good. That was very helpful tip. for me to organize it all and to keep track of all the different family members I over agree. the generations. I agree. I gave so. it four stars. I thought it was really, really good. Probably should have five. That's how much I, as I, I think gave, about the importance of this book. I gave it four stars as well. It was good. Yeah. I Excellent book. Yeah. Home going. Okay. Good start. All right. The first one I want to talk about actually kind of has, no, not a little bit of a connection there, um, is Poverty by America by Matthew Desmond. This book came out um, in March of this year and is a uh, research into our country and the and the amount of poverty the people in our country experience and why and maybe what we could do about it. Um, it was very, very eye-opening to me. Um, one of the statements in there that kind of stuck out to me is that we, our country is one of the richest countries on earth, and yet we have more poverty than some of even the most poverty. <laughs> out of all the yeah. richest countries, we definitely have more poverty. We don't take care of, we have things in place to take care of um the poor in our country. But really, when we look down at it, it's not getting the poor out of being poor. And our wealthy keep getting wealthier, but our poverty isn't coming up. Yeah. So the discrepancy between the wealthy and the poor is getting bigger and bigger and bigger, instead of closing as there's more money in our country and wealth in our country. Um, it's just the gap is widening. Yeah. And so it looks at a bunch of different programs. It um, looks at, you know, how certain things within our um, laws and our policing and our housing and why things were set up that way and why they're working or not working more often and maybe what a better way to approach it is. Yeah. Super interesting. Um I I highly recommend it. I gave it four stars. Yes, some hard things, and it's hard to hear about. You know, definitely, I feel a sense of 
the privilege I have and where I've come from, but what can I do to really help those in need and what our communities and our government can do. So um, excellent book, Poverty by America by Matthew Desmond. Awesome. Wow. Thank you. Yeah. Kind of a heavy, heavier, not as much fun of a read, but very informational and very important. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. All right. The next one I'm going to talk about is Maureen by Rachel Joyce. And this is a Harold Fry novel. I don't know if you've ever read any of the Harold Fry novels. What you just said is a bunch of words I've never heard. (laughs) Okay. So. This is very much on the other spectrum of Poverty by America. Okay. Okay. This is like light, older person fiction. Harold Fry is a story that was written a number of years ago um, about an old man who finds out or receives a letter or something uh, from a, a past coworker. Okay. And she's not doing well. She's like in a re- she's like in a home that's managing her care but she's dying. Okay. And so he's going to send her a letter. He gets to the mailbox and decides he needs to hand deliver it and so he just starts walking. And it's this trek of him walking to this coworker and the experiences he has. On the way. Now, um, it is so heartwarming and wonderful. Harold Fry is a favorite of mine. I love Harold Fry. Um, Then, this is number... So, Maureen is Harold's wife. And she was left behind. He just left her at home. He just left to go. And And so... So now this is the, this is later. It's after Harold's experience, and now Maureen is having her own journey okay. of self discovery, uh-huh. even as an old woman. And it is equally heartwarming. I love a story with elderly. I know men Harold and Fry. Women. Like, oh my gosh, it's, ca- it's actually called so the Unlikely Pilgrimage of Harold Fry. Okay. Um, is the full title of the, but if you just searched Harold Fry, you would find it. Yeah, I actually found um, something in a different language, but then. Because I do believe the unlikely that's pilgrimage. where it originates, is a okay. different language. Um, the second story is yeah. the love song of Miss Queenie Hennessy, and Queenie Hennessy is the coworker. Okay, have you read that one as well? Yes. Okay, also so I need to start good. on this. It's, it's very good. Okay, so Maureen, this book just came out this year. It came out in February. It's not very long. It's um, it's a shorter book. I think I read it very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the story of Maureen as she, you know, she references the time that Harold was gone, but she is now undertaking her own journey, which I loved. I loved Maureen's story. My only complaint is that I wanted more. You, like she okay. kind of quickly... Um, just touches on different parts of her journey because uh-huh. she is kind of also on her own little pilgrimage. Um, and I wish she had taken more time with her journey. With her journey. That's my only complaint because Maureen is a gem. She has her own quirks and her own heartaches and feelings about Harold's journey and where she's at now. I loved Maureen. I love her. I'm so excited. I want I to just be her friend. Put the unlikely pilgrimage of Harold Fry on hold, and it's eight weeks out. Even still, even still, yes. Yeah. So about that, that tells you it's a popular one. I loved it. 
I like Harold. He's a good man. And I gave Maureen, the one I'm talking about today, Mm -hmm. four stars. I'm wondering now, what did I even get? I'm sure I gave Harold. Yeah, I think I gave Harold four stars. Yeah. I am really excited. That sounds delightful. I didn't love Miss Queenie as much. As much as the other two. But I really did love Maureen and Harold's stories. Okay. Woo! That's good. Yeah. I'm really Harold, excited. And Herald, I've never even heard of that. I'm so, so sorry for you. I'm excited now. <laughs> um, the Unlikely Pilgrimage of Harold Fry, mind you, was written in 2012. Okay. That's so how that's, long ago. Yeah. And wow. Anyway, so good. I can't wait. Yeah. Eight weeks. I have to wait eight weeks. I'm sorry okay, for you. I can do it. It's worth it. It sounds like it. <laughs> Great recommendation there. The next one for me is Verena Palladino's Jersey Italian Love Story. What? By Terry Lynn DeFino. Verena what? <laughs> Say Verena that again. Palladino. Verena Palladino's Jersey Italian Love Story. Okay. So obviously this takes place in Jersey and it is a, a Italian family and it honestly I it's, I just loved it. I loved it. Okay. It is, it's got grandma who is quite old and then mom and her adult children. So mom is older, older and grandma is even older. And they all just, they have this big, huge family dinner on Sunday nights that everyone comes to. I and everyone's a, like, things are messy and things are real and people are loud and they're talking about food and how they survive and how they've made ends meet over the generations because each of them are talking their own different experiences. So within the same family, those experiences are vastly different and generational. Wow, interesting. And um, it the premise is they're trying to find... Um, the mom, so not the grandma, but the mom is single. Her husband has passed away and she's been on her own for a long time. So they decide to put out an ad for her, but it's secret. She doesn't know. So they set up these, just go into the shop she runs and um, just looking for companionship. And so she starts going on these dates and is kind of like this seems suspicious that all of a sudden all these people are coming in and asking me out but it's like older men from the neighborhood and um and the unlikeliness of relationships that come from that and you know some of them are kind of like oh so and so's that's so and so's grandpa or so and so's mom from when i was little cuz it's all the same street blocks you know anyway it's huh. so cute and lovely an unlikely love story that comes out of it and it hits on mental health the the mom's daughter definitely who is unstable and kind of flies off the handle at the smallest things and everyone's just super frustrated with her that she comes and goes and never stays anywhere very long and why can't she get it together and so it kind of unravels some of her um, experiences and issues and then the, you know, the brother and they all have different things going on and it all just comes out and how the family deals with it. I, I really enjoyed it. I gave it four stars. Families are messy 
and yeah. beautiful all at the same time and how they help one another. I love it. And have each other's back. So Verena Palladino's Jersey Italian Love Story by Terry Lynn DeFino. So fun. I gave it four stars. It was a fun one. I've added it. That is super fun. All right. The last one I'm going to talk about today is Vera Wong's Unsolicited Unsolicited Advice for Murderers by Jesse Q. Sutanto. I feel, I haven't read this one, but I feel like I've read something else by her. Okay. I'm going to look it Let's, up while you're talking yes, about it. Yes. Dial A for aunties. Oh, yeah. Yes. I read Dial A for aunties. This does feel, okay. I've read both. Okay. She's read other ones I'm looking that I have not read, but I've read both of those. Um, And they are similar. Okay. In style. I could tell from the cover that it's like just similar artwork too. Yes. Okay. I liked uh, Dial A for Aunties. Mm -hmm. I think I gave it three stars. I I liked it. it. Yep. I gave it three stars as well. I loved Vera Wong's unsolicited advice for murderers. Okay. Okay. This story is about um, Vera Wong, who is an older woman, widow. She has one son who is a lawyer and won't really have a whole lot to do with her. She is Asian, obviously. She has all the Asian characteristics that you would imagine. Okay. And stereotypical Asian older woman older would woman. have. Okay. Um, she calls or texts her son regularly with things he should be doing. Have you eaten enough vegetables today? Maybe you need more fiber. How is your poop? <laughs> All the things where the he never gets a response. He just ignores her. He just ignores it her. It's his crazy mom, and he just doesn't even talk to her. She mm-hmm. owns a tea shop in, like, Chinatown in San Francisco, mm-hmm. and it is called Vera Wang's famous tea shop because she knew by saying that it would get more business but she only has one customer oh another older gentleman whose wife is not well and he comes and gets tea for his wife okay um i love it but it's very famous don't don't you get it wrong right um vera one morning vera wakes up to find a dead man in her shop he is broken through Mm. the window and he is dead in the shop. And she knows exactly what she should do to take care of this dead person because she's watched all the CSI and FBI shows. (laughs) And so she outlines his body in marker and she checks the scene and does all the things before she calls the police. police. And then she lets them in. Okay. But she's just saving them work by doing Absolute. these steps she's for them. She's so helpful. Yes. And she doesn't like the way that they take care of this situation. Oh so she decides yeah. she's going to solve this murder. So from there on it. out, we are on a ride with Vera as she um, has suspects and narrows it down to find the murderer. And it is so good. I loved it so much. I gave it five stars. It was clever. It was heartwarming. And I was in, it was endearing. I loved the characters. They all had their own unique stories. And 
Vera kind of brought them all together, you you realize the importance of connection. Mm-hmm. And maybe we all have our own quirks that are that make us maybe a little annoying. Okay. And yet that doesn't make you know, there's still a lot of good in right. each person, right. even though we have the things that aren't maybe ideal. Yes. I would say. Um, it was it was wonderful. I highly recommend it. It's Vera Wong's Unsolicited Advice for Murderers by Jesse Q. <laughs> Sutanto. I love it. It, it, was it was already on my to-read list, so I just put pushed it up a little bit higher. You should. It was good. Awesome. And I always do this when I have like a five-star read. I'm always like, oh, I hope you liked it as much as I did. <laughs> I am really sell- upselling this one, but I did like it. Yeah. Well, I'll let you know. Please do. Yes. Okay, my last one today is Happy Place by Emily Henry. So some deep, heavy books lead me to needing a palate cleanser. And that's exactly what Emily Henry is. Just a fun rom-com fun story. And that, that is exactly what this is. I really enjoyed it for what it was. It is the story of a group of friends who um, have grown up and all gone their separate ways. I think they're friends from college. And um, this is post-college and they all, one of the friends' family has this um, home in like a resort place and they go one week every year and all come back together from their different walks of life and have all these traditional things that they do every time they come. Like it's just really a set week of tradition. And two of um, the friends have been engaged and been together and are engaged, but have broken it off and broken up, but haven't told anybody. Ah. They've kept that a secret because this house is being sold and it's their one last time to come together in the house and they didn't want to ruin the experience for anybody or make it awkward. So they all come back to this house with this, you know, this couple having this big secret Mm. and, um, and just what happens when you know, this is going to be a rom-com. Yeah. And you are secretly hating being in the room with the person, but yet everybody else keeps pushing you together and you have to pretend to still be together but there are maybe still some feelings there and maybe working through those issues or should we just, do we really call it quits? It it is delightful. And I also love there is um, it touches on mental health and getting um, the medication and the therapy maybe that you need, which I always love when they bring that in because it's definitely a topic we um need to talk more about. And so that was in this too, but it was just, just a fun, like, let's go away and hang out in a big house and swim in the pool and go to the lake and do all the fun summer things. This is a great summer read. That's awesome. Just an easygoing beach read, I would say. So I love it. I gave it three stars. Happy. So fun. It's our, I've got it on hold. Now I'm really looking forward to it. You'll enjoy it. Perfect for this summer. Awesome. And it just came out in April, so well-timed. Indeed. To enjoy a nice little happy place read. Awesome. Awesome. What's some good books today? There you go. A little of everything. Yeah. And we're set. I love that Let summer continue. 
We'd love to hear what you've thought. If you've read any of these or if you have any thoughts, you can share them at Instagram or Facebook. You can email us at thisisyourbookclubpodcast at gmail.com. Please rate or subscribe. Just share with your friends. It's hugely helpful. We'd love to see a review from you. Yeah. Thank you to Amphibious Zoo for our music. And we'll see you next time. I'm Sarah. And I'm Jamie. And And this this is is your book book club. club.